Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of a Retirement Tips Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Jane Johnson, and she's with Business Transition Academy. Welcome, Jane. Thank you so much, Lee. I appreciate the opportunity. Before we get too far into things, tell us about Business Transi- Transition Academy. How are you serving folks? Oh, sure. Sure. So I co-founded Business Transition Academy about seven years ago now, Lee to specifically educate business owners who are looking to exit their businesses because there's such a lack of information in the marketplace on that topic. And I myself had exited my business back in 2004 and I couldn't believe uh, how little I knew about how to sell my business, (laughs) even though I had been in a CEO group for seven years. So our mission today is to educate business owners on this very important topic so they can be sure to get enough money out of their business to meet their financial needs for the rest of their lives. So now when people exit their business, is this something that is a spur of the moment thing for a lot of people where they're like, you know what, I've had enough next year, I'm going to sell? Or is it something that people are like, have been aiming for for a long time? Well, it's a mixed bag, Lee, but I would say that most people wait too long And they wait for some kind of a trigger event that gets them really moving toward the exit. And unfortunately, that trigger event couldn't be something like COVID (laughs) or, um, you know, the crisis that we're having now, Um, an illness. It can be just turning a a certain age. You know, you hit 60 or you hit 70 and you say, you know, life's getting short. But there are owners who plan in advance and we do encourage owners to really begin to think about doing this planning three to five years in advance. So three to five years in advance, uh, at least start having conversations with folks like you or start exactly. thinking about it? Like what are some of the baby steps that uh, an owner who at some point knows maybe in the back of their head that there's going to be an exit, but isn't maybe ready to face that yet? Sure. And it's absolutely about starting to have those conversations with their advisors. So wealth advisors, CPAs, attorneys, and really we encourage owners to educate themselves on this in- on this topic. There's, it takes quite a bit of time to plan for an exit. And if you have specifically a larger business or a more complicated situation, or you may have family members in the business, that adds a layer of complexity as well. So it, you definitely want to educate yourself on the steps you need to take to plan and, and what you can do to really improve your chances for a successful outcome. So now when a person's working with somebody like you or somebody on your team, what are some of the conversations that you're having? Like, what are the early kind of questions you're asking or the questions that the seller is asking? Sure. There's some really key information, Lee, that most owners don't know. One is they're not quite sure what their exit options are. You know, most owners, and I was among them back in 2004, I thought I would wake up one day and a buyer would just be knocking at the door. Um, but most owners, what most owners don't realize is that they may have the opportunity to actually sell their business internally to key employees or family members. 
uh, or even all the employees through something called an employee stock ownership plan. So it's a, a lot of owners just don't realize that there are multiple choices out there for them. And if they plan in advance, they may actually have more than one option to exit. Now, what are some of the things they can be doing once they say, okay, in five years, I'm going to sell. What can I be doing in those five years to make my business as attractive as possible for a buyer? Sure. And what they really have to do is uh, is to look at their business from a buyer's perspective, right? So there's we actually have a six-step process lead that we suggest all owners go through. And I'll just quickly tell you what those steps are. Uh, preparing themselves for the exit. So one of the things I was just speaking to an owner about today is the fact that he had has not done any preparation for what he wants to do when he's no longer the CEO of the business. So preparing themselves for the exit is very important. Understanding how much money they need to net from the transition, which is a critical number. Step three is really understanding your business value. And and as you mentioned, you need to maximize that value before you get out. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Step four is all about their exit options and understanding those. And step five is really about their taxes and fees and the types of advisors they need on their team. Step six would be pulling all that together into a plan. So those are the steps that owners can take in advance when it specifically comes to what they can do to maximize the value of their business. Buyers buy companies that have cash flow, that have profits, and they also buy companies that have good prospects for the future. So everybody's been hit by COVID to one degree or another. So it's going to be important for owners to recover from COVID. But when they're doing that, we encourage them to do so with a buyer's hat on so that they're rebuilding their business back from a buyer's perspective. And they're also thinking about that long-term exit. So de-risking the business, making sure that they don't have too much customer concentration, which would be too many sales um, in the hands of too few customers. Um, So there's a lot that they can do to de-risk the business and to make sure that the prospects look right. That's what they want to do. Now, how do, how do you kind of put your business for sale without freaking out your employees or clients? That's a really good question and mm-hmm. one that owners ask us frequently about. What we suggest, Lee, is that there's a tremendous amount of planning that has to be done up front before you would ever put the for sale sign on the business. Um, it, many owners actually transition their business internally. Some try to sell externally, and if that doesn't work, they may try to have an internal transition. But what's going to be important is that they communicate to their top employees when the time is right, what their plan is. And we don't suggest that they do that too far in advance because you might have people who leave the company. One of the key things that owners can do to keep and retain key employees through a transaction is to put an incentive plan in place that will really essentially put golden handcuffs on the employee meaning it will be worth their time and effort to stay with the owner through the transaction. So it's it's tricky to say exactly when you should bring these people into the fold. You don't want to scare people and have them walking out the door. But generally, there's one or two employees that the owners can trust that they've given an incentive to so that they'll stay through the transaction. Now, how are you counseling people, like you mentioned COVID earlier, that maybe their business was doing great and everything was fine. And then COVID punches them in the face and they're like, it's a, it's a new world now. And they've had to make some changes and they're frustrated and they don't see a way out. I mean, um, how do you kind of 
help them just stay the course a little bit just so they have something sellable at the end of this. Right. And one of the ways we're doing that, Lee, is we put together a special workshop called Rebuild Your Business with the Exit in Mind. And it's specifically for those owners who have to recover from COVID. And what we focus on in there is we give them a a high-level education on how to put together an exit plan. And then within that, how they can rebuild the value of the business to make sure that it's valuable at the end of the day. Just like what happened after the 2008-9 recession, there will be a tremendous number of business owners who say, I don't want to go through this again. I, In fact, I can't go through this again. So when I rebuild the value of my business, I'm going to exit. And the best way to do that and the most efficient way to do it is to rebuild the business with their exit in mind so that they're doing both at once. That's what we recommend, planning both at once. So now how do you help your business owners? Like, how do you help manage their expectations? Because in their mind, the value of the business might be a very large number because they built it from scratch and it's their baby and all that emotional stuff. But a buyer, I don't know how much they're going to appreciate that. Um, You know, they're going to be looking at different metrics. How, How do you help them kind of align their expectations with the reality? Sure. A couple of ways that we do that, Lee. The first one is the all-important education. So part of what we teach is how businesses are valued. And we talk about the top eight drivers of business value so that owners will understand how a buyer is going to put a value on their company. What's really tricky when you're talking about privately held businesses is that they don't have a specific value on, on any given day like a public company does on the stock market. So when you're talking about privately held businesses, they have something called a range of values. And it really depends on the type of buyer who's looking at the business and what they can actually do with that business in the future. So if you, as I say to my business owner clients all the time, if you had three, three buyers who walked into the room right now, they will give you three different offers for your company. And it's really going to be based on how they assess the risk of the company and the potential and what they can do with the company, most importantly. So we, we, we educate them on all these important topics so that owners come to realize how a buyer is going to look at it. The second thing we do is that as part of the membership in the academy, owners actually have a free business valuation tool that our members use. So our, what, what they do is they enter information about their business, both qualitative and financial And then the tool will actually give them a baseline valuation. And it will also produce a 25-page report as to what they can do to improve the business and and increase the value. So what are some of those eight uh, criteria for valuation? Sure. So the main one is financial performance, right? So all buyers, as I mentioned, want to be sure that there's cash flow in the business. And by the way, if you've been hit by COVID, What you need to do, as you may have been told, is that you have to track any additional expenses that you've incurred so that you can justify to a buyer why you're adding those back to your profit this year. But profits is the main thing, cash flow. That's what buyers are looking for. But they're also looking for growth prospects. They're looking for processes and procedures. They're looking for a strong management team so that the business is not too dependent on the owner. They're looking for uh, future potential we talked about and low risk, as I mentioned. So there's, you know, there's compliance risk, there's tax risk, environmental risk. 
what we do is we cover all the areas of risk in a business, IT, cyber, so that owners know these are the things that I have to address before a buyer comes knocking. Because Lee, they, the buyers leave no stone unturned when they look at a business that they want to buy. Now, say your strategy is to sell it internally. How do you create that environment in the planning stages so that you can execute an internal sale? Sure. Yeah. And, and what's really interesting is most owners have internal transfers. Um, a lot of them do it because their employees have been so loyal and they just want to be sure to reward them for all of their hard, hard work and effort over the years. Um, sometimes they sell internally because they are not able to sell externally for one reason or another. Um, but what owners can do is what, what I suggest is not speaking to the employees in, in too great a detail until you have a plan in place. And with the plan, what we do is we analyze, again, how much the owner needs and what their options are. So, for example, if an owner says, I want to stay for the next three to five years, but I want to be out at the end of five years and I want to be sure to have enough money to retire, what we'll do is we'll look at all the pieces of that and we'll put a plan in place that will enable the owner to potentially sell their shares over time. Um, or, or put in something called an employee stock ownership plan if they want all of their employees to be uh, owners of the company. So with, once we do that planning and we have a framework, then we sit down with the, with the key employees or the future owners and we say to them, okay, this is how the plan's going to work. And in many cases, these owners are being tremendously generous by offering bonuses to these employees to help them buy the company. Because in many instances, Lee, as you can imagine, the successors don't have a lot of capital of their own that they can put toward the purchase. So now, uh, what size of a business is this an appropriate uh, tactic for? Well, you know, it's really interesting because I have businesses in excess of $100 million that are doing these plans and those that are less than a million. So when you're talking about privately held businesses, these internal transfers can be a strategy really for almost any size business um, in, in the lower, you know, when we're talking $100 million companies, that's squarely in the middle market. We're not talking huge companies here. But, but you know, a $100 million company is a good size business here. So now who is a good prospect for you for Business Transition Academy? What, where are they at from a mindset standpoint in this process? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it, I would say the, the owners of any privately held business who don't feel that they have all the education they need around how to exit their business would be good candidates. And as I mentioned, Lee, we've worked with companies up to $200 million in size who did not have this information and those that are half a million dollars in size and everybody in between. So what I find is that there's such a lack of information in the marketplace about how to prepare for this very important exit that almost every owner that I talk to tells me that they do not have the knowledge that they need to get out, you know, without doing, without really joining and, and getting that education. So we, we say that really our site is for every business owner of a privately held business. And uh, is a good part place to start your book, Cashing Out of Your Business, Your Last Great Deal? Is that a place where they can go and get kind of an overview of your philosophy and maybe what the, is at the heart of the academy? Absolutely. That's a wonderful place to start, Lee. It's a very short book and um, it really, it's about 76 pages or so, less than 100 for sure. 
And what owners can do is that that will give them a high level overview of the six steps that we recommend all owners use to plan for their exit. And it, it talks about uh, success stories and, and mistakes, things that owners didn't do that they should have done in the planning so that they can also learn from the experience of other owners. So that's a wonderful place to start. We also have a tremendous amount of content that's free on our website. Uh, so there are under the resources section and also over 200 blogs. So there's lots of great information that's simply free for them as well, Lee. And then for a lot of people, this is their nest egg. This is their retirement. Is that right? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I would say that in the last 10 years, I've probably only seen less than five owners out of a hundred who had saved so much money that they didn't need anything from the business transition. But most owners are definitely dependent on getting money out of this, this transaction. And some owners are highly dependent which means if they don't get what they need out of this business sale, they will not have enough money to retire. And like you said, this is the sale isn't uh, like a clear cut sale. It's kind of an eye of the beholder and you can do some things to really help your cause. If you know what you're doing, you certainly can. And if you, if you do your homework and you really think about which options are the best for you and the ones that you want to pursue, you can tailor what you do toward the buyer that you're kind you're trying to attract. So once you know how the buyer looks at the business, you know private equity buyers are different than strategic buyers that and, and who are still different from internal buyers. So it's it's really important to understand who your audience is when you're trying to maximize the value. So the website once again for the academy? It's businesstransitionacademy.com. Good stuff. Well, Jane, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work. Thank you so much, Lee. I appreciate it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Retirement Tips Radio. Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. 